She said she she wants a big ugly trophy for winning stuff. Oh right? yeah yeah yeah. Like Ooh, the like, like the Kronen over there. Now yeah. now can we work on something like this? I can help the sport in in my little way and kind of help it grow by making great events happen and uh, facilitating a lot of athletes and actually giving them a platform to be showcased around the world. So like three weeks ago, she competed in Static Monsters. Yep. And then two weeks ago, she competed at GPC Powerlifting Invitationals. Two or three weeks time, she's competing in WA Strongman Comp. Yep. And then the week after that, she's competing in ASA Strongman Comp. A few weeks after that, she's flying to Tasmania to compete in the Obliterate Comp. Oh man, yeah. And she's like, oh, I just need you to program for these 23 events. And I was like, jeez. <laughs> Everyone has questions. Yes. Um, and like for me, my personality, I love to share. But when you like wake up to like 50 messages a day uh, where people will ask the same question, you're just like, like there's got to be a better system to this. All right, so I'll just try to cut a little uh, intro here and then we'll get stuck in. Do we, do we get the music? We, we can. Do you want music and clapping as well? Yeah, why Well, not? basically when, when, I, when, when I edit it up, I have um, like, a, like a background track that I, that I will pick like three or four little clips yeah. from the uh, podcast in yeah, and yeah. then I have that in the background but we'll, we'll get we'll get intro music here as well yeah, and some yeah. cheering all right you can't hear that but you'll hear it on the uh, you'll hear it on the YouTubes yeah. um, welcome back everybody to the next episode of the strength institute podcast today I've got Anthony from a1 coaching from WA strongman um, here with me I've actually got his partner Jane in the room too she's a little camera shy we'll get her on next podcast <laughs> maybe um, but today we're going to be talking about um, a bunch of things. We're going to be talking about their strength training business. We're going to be talking about the gym that they own. We're going to be talking about WA Strongman, the upcoming WA uh, Strongest Person event. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for coming on to the uh, podcast, yeah, mate. For having me, hey. No worries at all. Um, I guess we just start at the beginning. Um, you guys first came up with your A1 coaching. That was your well, business? Um, well, we actually, uh, we both started in the industry uh, separate to one another. So we, we only just recently incorporated. Uh, what, like last year, I think. Um, so we uh, we both studied together, but we didn't know each other. Okay. Um, and we we both actually started working at um, at a commercial gym, and it was one of those standard things. She was the trainer, I was the I was the the, the receptionist at the time. Um, and then basically, it was like after like a few months of courting, um, I, I managed to convince her to go out with me, and. Um, yeah, basically, like it took her a few months to convince me to start coaching people. Okay. Because um, I originally um, didn't actually want to get into coaching people in a commercial gym sense. My my biggest dream has always been to set up my own shop, pretty much like what you guys have here is like my ideal. Um, and then yeah, no, she just said, "No, nah, you've got to do it. If you don't, if you don't start, it's never going to happen." So. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty good. Go take start. the plunge, I guess. That's good. Yeah. When you say studying, did you guys do like cert three and four through somewhere? That's where we started. Yeah, that's where yeah. we started off. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Which um, which guy? I did mine way back in the day through the Australian Institute of Fitness. Ooh, Is that yeah, your guys' one too? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. A long time ago, I did mine back in two thousand and um, eight. Two thousand and eight, oh, I wow. did my one, and then. Um, and then enjoyed it so much, went back to uni and did the sports science and then mm. sort of got stuck. Mm. That's where I met Dan Macri was when oh, I yeah, went back yeah. to uni, he was doing sports science. And I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before, but I was there, you know, some lecture, you know, human biology or, or physiology or something. Yeah, and then yeah. I hear this people talking behind me about like what they're squatting. And I'm like, that's... Bullshit. Ridiculous! What's yeah, going on? I turn around and there's this big gigantic man, and I'm like, "Well, this is either lion or there's something going on here." Yeah. So I got to go and introduce oh, myself man. after this lecture. And I started talking to him, nicest guy in the world. I don't yeah. know if you guys know Dan as well. Mm. Um, he invited, like, literally that weekend, come to my house and, and train with me. I'm like, all right. So yeah. he gave me my first strongman lesson um, that so that weekend. We we did yoke, we did a uh, log press. Um, almost got crushed by a giant tire. We we're doing tire flips, and I was like, "This is amazing! I got to do this more." So yeah, yeah he's the one that got me in. And, yeah, it's so crazy. Small man. small world there. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll, we'll circle back to Dan because because um, he's the one originally started off with WA. Oh, he didn't start off. He took over from someone else, I believe, originally. Yeah. But then he um, was growing it for quite a while. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. He actually did an ASA Nationals comp um, earlier this year. Yes, down south. I did see he's a he's a big individual as well. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Strong man. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. um, that's cool. So you guys met at a commercial gym. Um, you were already coaching at the time, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was. Nice. Yeah. And then you uh, managed to convince you to start training as coaching as well. Yeah, I mean, Perfect. she actually also taught me how to bench too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I, I kid you not, I, I've never benched. I, hate, I To this day, still don't like it. You know, um, you're, you're in yeah, good company I'm, there. I'm a, yeah, I'm a strong man. It's, over, it's overrated. Yeah. Um, it's overrated. So I kid you not, like I would bench what 
she would bench and uh, which like for her it was a lot. Uh, but for me, it was just I just I just do whatever I'm told. So right, yeah, cool. And um, when you first started coaching, then um, that was just mainly sort of like generic strength training. And like, how did you yeah. get into actually doing strongman? Um, well, I guess in terms of my training style, I I basically uh, I'm I'm kind of a lover of just learning things. So it's uh, I've I've told everyone this, um, and it's I think if anyone that knows me will know that. If um, like if I didn't get into the fitness industry, I would have gotten in some form of teaching. It's just I just if I if I soak up information, I have to share it. It's just what I do, um, and so it's always been just a case of problem solving for me. So like your gen pop people chronically have like shoulder issues, hip issues, and it's just it was just an avenue of me to pursue that like problem solving aspect, and um, yeah, I basically just kind of went into that and. Um, decided well like I'm, I'm, I'm good at this okay what else can we do and it's just a constant pursuit and um i got into powerlifting uh originally um really did that did one of um dan and paul's novice comps um didn't really know much about the the, the powerlifting world um like when you're in a commercial gym uh and like you're a novice powerlifter but you're still like the the strongest guy in the gym it's it's a pretty weird feeling to be uh, to, to have and stuff so we just basically went and discovered a different sport and we were looking at different things and I hate CrossFit. I don't have the conditioning for it. Yep. Um, and um, fell out of love for with powerlifting for a while, um, purely because of the monotony. Um, I have a very short attention span, so sure. I need to be stimulated. Yeah, um, I guess for people listening, most people know what powerlifting is all about, but basically yeah. it's just squat, bench and deadlift. Mm. Every and time, every, every time. Every day. Every, every time. Day. Um, so yeah, um, I... I found um, a uh, a group on Facebook, uh, WA Strongman. Um, basically, saw that there was a comp in Hillary's, and um, basically just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna prep for this and um, see where I go. And basically, the rest is history. Nice. So when when was that? When was that first comp? That was 2019. No, 2018, right? No, 2019. Yeah. 2019. Started 2019. And did um, you jump in as well, Jane? No, I was no, no, no. Spectator. Okay. All right. Yeah. Strongman was not for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, this is so Jane did a CrossFit comp uh, not long before that. Uh, partnered one, um, and I was I was prepping for my for my strongman and um, trained out of Richie's, uh, basically like the only strongman that was there. Um, so I'd get in there like late at night, train from like nine to eleven most days, and get in my work. And um, I actually remember the the first event that we had was a yoke run. Um, and the yoga I'd used was uh, what Dan and Paul had at their gym. Um, and I remember them tell, explaining to me that it weighs 55 kilos. So I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to train for. Um, and like comp weight was something like 250 kilos. And so I'd been prepping for it, thinking it's 55. Uh, comes to the day of the event and uh, I'm stressing, I'm nervous. You're like, you're seeing all of these big guys. I'm an I'm a under 90 kilo athlete, so wasn't really that like uh, I felt very intimidated with all the big ones. There's some big units broken around at, uh, at oh, strongman yeah. events. It was pretty good though. Like I, I do remember though my first uh, my first experience. Like you you get that initial feeling of like oh there's these big guys, but they're the most nicest guys out there, and you just you just go in and everyone's welcoming, um, which is what I actually fell in love with. So um, yeah, with that yoke event, I actually. I actually misloaded the the bars in training. So apparently the yoke I'd been using was like 85 kilos. Oh, nice. So yeah, I like smoked that event and um, that was an obvious confidence booster for me. So um, just basically went all out, um, saw what I could do. Um, and I yeah made it my goal to try and get uh, qualified for states, um, which I did. Uh, also happened to be the same year that uh, that Narumi became the world's strongest man. Oh right! Um, so some stiff competition then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a tough competition, but um, it was good to kind of compare. Um, I remember facing him, facing off with him in the press medley for the 2019 state championships, thinking, "Holy shit, I'm literally versing the strongest guy in the world, and I'm competing with him in the events that he's best suited for." That at the time for me pressing i was very horrible at i I'd not practiced it a lot um so i was like thinking i'm, I'm barely even going to do anything and this guy's going to smoke me um 
but we had like we had a really good chat afterwards um and it's just it's, it's one of those things you got to exercise patience and like in any sport you can't just get to that level it really takes quickly. a long time. Yeah. I think, like, especially with strength sports because strength just mm. takes so long to, to develop, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's pretty cool. And then, so, Jane, when did you first start getting into strongman then? It you was, saw how much he was enjoying it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, I was just like, oh, I'll just, um, I'll give it a try and see, see what happens because, like, I saw Anthony um, going for Arnold's. Like, Anthony got the invite for Arnold's in 2019 and I was just like, oh, well, like, Maybe I'll give it a try, and then obviously lockdown happened, and um, you know we didn't have your classic barbell and plates the whole time, so um, we tried to um, get some more like strongman equipment, really, mm. just because it's the easiest thing. It's the most mobile stuff. Yeah. So then I just slowly started getting into the strongman stuff, and I was like, actually, this is quite fun. It's like a heavier version of CrossFit. <laughs> it is. It's like a heavier Pretty version much. of CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the events are a little bit less less time, but that's um that's that's good and less rest reps. But yeah. yeah. All right. So I actually thought I could probably give it a go, and so I was like, I'll just do one competition, and then I the rest is history. Yeah. 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 Nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. And so at this time then, have you had you guys bought into Legendary Lifting and started training there by this point? Well, yeah. Uh, that happened uh, on the tail end of um, 2019. Um, we needed a place to train. Um, we, uh, I'd bought some sandbags and stuff for the commercial gym that I was working out in. And uh, we had like a massive trap bar and training for farmers with the trap bar. You'd load up a whole bunch of plates and... Um, you run out of room, so um, what do you do? You take your sandbags and put your sandbags on the trap bar and load right. it up. Oh, you managed to balance that. It's a lot of skill yeah. um, and a lot of resistance bands. Yeah, that's, okay, that's a lot of resistance bands. Um, and, yeah, that's that's what we did, and you'd get a lot of stairs in the gym and stuff, but like, you got to improvise. So, uh, yeah, we worked hard to try and work that out and found out that um, that like this gym had opened up around the same time that you guys opened your gym, and it was like literally a 10 minute walk away from where we were uh, and it took us like six months to actually just go there really yeah i kid you not we were like we we knew this gym was there we found it on instagram and we were like we should go there it's like it's in west perth like what we're like we should just go there and like it took us like six months because we were just like it's so far away we didn't know where it was and and if anyone that knows the gym like like legendary is very much kind of hidden away um it's like the it used to be a bank in the 50s the building really? that we're in yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah. So the the gym gym used to be a bank. So we have the a whole the safe. whole building is has got this strange vibe to it. It's like this oh, fake so rock facade there. out the front. Yeah, it's an old bank. You're telling me there's like a, a dog sitting upstairs, <laughs> yeah. but inside it's like all this powerlifting and strongman kit. Yeah, Pretty right. Much everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a bank originally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was a bank, um, and then after the bank closed down, um, we actually um, like the I think the scouts headquarters uh, was there for a few years. And then um, the day, the after they actually closed down, or I think they moved or something, uh, the building was abandoned for a few years, and um, then uh, then we kind of moved in, and um, yeah, it was it was interesting because we had to like replace all the copper uh, pipes and stuff in the building because any abandoned building oh they all got stripped down so or everything was stripped out so uh, normally copper pipes are on the outside of buildings yeah. Our gym's different. We've got copper pipes showcasing all. We call it our feature wall, where it's just copper pipes everywhere. Cause, right. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get them stolen again. So, city life. Yeah. Jeez. There you go. Yeah. Fun little, fun little, uh, fun little fact there about mm. legendary. I did not know about. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, so all right. So you started strongman back in 2019. You've fallen in love with it. It's broken the monotony of powerlifting training. It's a new aspect of coaching, new aspect of training, which is great. Completely um, understand all of that. At what point did you decide to take the step and and try to you know take over? Because there was a handover basically from Dan Macri and mm. WA Strongman to you guys. Yeah. And you guys have now been running the comps the last year, year and Pretty a bit. Much. Uh, yeah, like we we started end of uh, last financial year technically, um, but uh, we've uh, basically been organizing events for this entire year. Right. Um, honestly, in in terms of when it occurred to us to want to kind of be a part of Strongman. Uh, for me, it was basically like day one. Um, like basically all, 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 all my friends kind of call me the do something guy. Um, when I kind of get my head stuck into something, I'll basically block everything out and just focus on that. Um, so when I did that first comp in Hillary's, um, 
I so I actually injured myself in that competition, um, which is uh, hilarious. Um, we uh, we had an axle press um, max uh, a max axle press uh, event, um, and I had gotten to like a hundred kilos, which for me I'd never done before, um, and I somehow did it. So I was like, hell yeah, okay, let's let's go for let's go for one ten. We could do this. Um, and this was the day that Narami also, because he was also there. Is this when he did the 165 or something? Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was like, which is a world record yeah, for the, so, the 90s. Yeah. So you're obviously inspired seeing something like that. Yeah. So um, I thought, well, let's let's go and do do this. And um, what what ended up happening is um, uh, I the, I went to clean, uh, went to landed on my stomach, slipped, landed straight on my quad. Yeah. Um, basically, instant inflammation. Um, but I actually thought and. and when you look at the video of it, it's hilarious. Um, I thought I got stung by a bee. Oh, right. Felt a sting. Yeah. So there's literally me, and Jane laughs at this because she was there trying to figure out what was going on. But I just feel that sting, and I just go and I smack my quad as hard as I can because I'm just like, it's a, it's a bee, whatever. Um, I went to pull it again, and Dan's there refing, and he, he like sees me collapse and fall backwards, and, and I was fine. Um, and he's just like, he comes and pulls me up. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know what happened. And then like five minutes later, my quad literally triples in size. Oh, wow. It was the second event of the day and I still I still finished. Um, I tied, tied for first place, um, which like for me was, was huge. Um, and um, yeah, luckily no, no damage, but um, it, was, uh, it was actually uh, like a, a subdermal, um, think of like, like a bit of science lesson. Uh, you know when like a, a liquid becomes a solid really quickly? Yep. It's, uh, they're called like ferrofluids. Okay. So basically that's what happened with the fat layer underneath my skin. The impact turned into, uh, caused the fat to turn into a solid and basically exploded. Yeah, right. Uh, protecting the muscle. So, okay. Yeah, uh, the physio that I saw at the time was like taking photos and everything and he was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty damn amazing. You don't see this, thing, this kind of thing every day. Yeah, um, right. So yeah, I kind of attribute to... Um, attribute the, the the lack of seriousness to the injury because um, to to the fact that I had like a shit ton of chocolate for Easter the weekend before. Hey, look, the if it works, it works. It works, yeah. If it works, it works. Yeah. That's lucky because, um, well, I don't know, was it, is it, have, you, have you had ongoing issues from that? No, no, no. no. Really, like the, the only thing is is that the skin on the quad is loose. Yeah. So um, I call it my party trick now because it's like it, it just will always be loose. Uh, but one of, the, one of the issues that you get when you do have um, – like some type of loose skin is that uh, sometimes it'll it'll die. Um, so that was the biggest stressor for us is if we don't treat this straight away, and if you don't stimulate the skin and the and the muscle underneath it, it won't uh, it won't heal. Right. Um, which can become damaging, and then you'll have like range of motion issues and all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but for me, being like the nerd that I am, I was like, well, this is this is a problem I want to solve. So I, I did whatever I could and did some research and um, like. You can literally learn anything online nowadays. So it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, figured out how to deal with it, and uh, yeah, now I just have like a bit of fluffy bit of, skin. Yeah, on my fluffy skin on the quad. There you go. Yeah. That's really interesting. I haven't heard yeah. of it before. I've heard of like really big subdermal like hematomas, like basically a big old cork in the in the quad. I was yeah. playing rugby with a guy, you know, cupped a knee, high speed, mm, quad blew up. You know, painful to the point where you can't sort of massage it through, and then when you mm. don't, when it doesn't flush out, you get calcifications over time. And yeah, so he yeah. had these like basically calcified blood clots through his quad. It's extremely mm. painful, and you have to slowly work them out over time. Uh, it took like eight months to get rid of them. Mm. Oh yeah, full on. Yeah. No, so my, yeah, my my dad used to play rugby back in the back in the nineties. So that's where like you could crack your your skull open and keep playing on, and that's that was the culture. So yeah. Yeah, you, you hear some crazy stories. Not anymore. The yeah. refs are ruining it now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. They're blood. just call, they're just calling for TMOs every every uh, much, every five eh? minutes. Make a decision yourself. Oh, That's man. what you're getting paid to do. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. Uh, frustrating stuff. Frustrating stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you heard my last podcast. We're talking about hashtag cancel AFL to try oh, to yeah. get more players into <laughs> yeah. um, into rugby union. So no, we are I, still I, on I, that I hashtag it. cancel AFL. I, everyone, I joined it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I agree. Um, we, I think we've digressed a little bit. So, yeah, so, so you um, said right from the start you wanted to get into WA Strongman. Yeah, yeah. So I really i love the environment i love the community aspect of it um and it's something that um that really rings true to like both myself and jane and like how we work as coaches how we work as a gym is the fact that the the community is the thing that drives the sport um so i i remember finishing my comp um and um getting getting my little medal um and uh basically like after everything i helped everyone packed up because um like with any competition volunteers are always scarce 
So uh, helped them out and uh, scarce, but like really like needed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so needed. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, yeah, just told Dan I was like, like if there's anything that I can do, just fucking ask me. Um, I I'll, I'll always be available. Because um, it's like when you're when you're kind of trying to become part of a sport. If you don't put your hand up, you're not going to really um, become part of anything. Um, and uh, yeah, basically uh, that coupled with uh, helping out at a few comps and um, just kind of being as present as I could be, um, just basically meant that when Dan uh, felt like he was ready to move on, um, he uh, basically just approached me and said, hey, uh, I think this is the the record-breaking event that we did post-COVID. Um, yeah, he... when Was he it first, December last year? Yeah, December okay. last year. He he came up to me and um, basically said, hey, like, um, I'm thinking about um, stepping back from Strongman, um, focusing on his studies and everything. Yeah, he's going back to uni all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he actually... Um, he had a trip up to Kalgoorlie with, uh, to go visit uh, Rongo. Rongo. Yeah. Um, and then... Had like had like a moment there with him, and Rongo gave him some some pretty good words, and um, yeah, basically meant like you got to like I think I can't remember what he said, but um, basically just explained that like like life's too short, you got to do what you what you enjoy doing, um, and be a part of the communities that you want to be a part of, and not that he doesn't want to be a part of uh, Strongman, but um, like just wants to be a part of it, and like he's he's competing again, like he he did his. Uh, his yoke record a few weeks ago as yes, well. Yeah. So, um, and um, I know that I don't, I'm not going to be an army one day, um, but I can I can help the sport in in my little way and kind of help it grow by making great events happen and uh, facilitating a lot of athletes like like Megan for instance yeah. um, going to national comps and stuff and and actually giving them a platform to be showcased around the world. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And I was going to touch on that. Um, under like you know what pathways you know the events lead to um mm. we'll do that after we talk about the the state champs if you yeah, want yeah, for sure. but yeah megan's doing well megan's um she's gonna be going for her three peat this year for the 82 oh yeah um, kilo belt and then i think she's gonna have a crack at the opens as well with the yeah, open yeah. weights there so um she's my my weapon here's what i'm dealing with though right and mm. you can appreciate this as coaches okay so like three weeks ago she competed in Static Monsters. yeah and then two weeks ago she competed at gpc powerlifting invitationals and then in like two or three weeks time she's competing in state WA strongman comp yeah. and the week after that she's competing in ASA strongman comp and then a few weeks after that she's flying to Tasmania to compete in the obliterate comp oh man yeah and she's like oh I just need you to program for these 23 events and I was like jeez <laughs> come on man so, yeah. yeah no, but oh, she's good man. but she's a savage and she um, she, she trains is. hard so we'll, we'll make it happen yeah, yeah I'll no, do, she, do my best she's she's an example of like what like real athleticism is like you just you just hammer through and you just get it done yeah got to get it done oh. which is um which is good so yeah no excited excited for um some of her comps that are coming up mm -hmm. but yeah we've got in a few weeks what's the date of it wa strongest uh, 27th person 27th of november 27th of november Saturday. um and it's being held in the city forest chase yes yep yeah. forest chase biggest, in the city venue yep mm. biggest venue new new venue it used to be at um elizabeth, uh, elizabeth key, key. yeah uh but yeah we got um forest place so it's going to be like right where like Maya and uh, and H and M is, and where the water fountain area is. Right, is that sort of right where they have the food trucks on Fridays? I don't yeah. know if you, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. All yeah. right, so we're Happy taking days. over that whole area. Oh, nice. So there's yeah. a big there's a big area right in the middle of the city. Mm. Yeah, so awesome. It's gonna be so good. Um, it's been it's been a lot of late nights for for both myself and Jane, um, organizing and kind of prepping and and getting all the paperwork done. Yeah, um, and you mentioned this a little bit before we started, but mm. just tell everyone listening what, what's that sort of preparation like requires, trying to explain what Strongman is to people that are on city council that, that you know. Oh, yeah. So you're gonna be doing what exactly? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, honestly though, like, like City of Perth has been pretty welcoming and um, and I think post COVID, they've been trying to help a lot of local businesses and sporting associations kind of grow. Um, but yeah, the, the safety aspects of everything, obviously with the sport like Strongman, you, you've got to cover all your bases, um, and when you um, when you've got a uh, like you've got a venue where the floor is basically covered in granite stones, you you don't want to damage that because um, if you do, you're liable. You've got to pay for that. All oh, uh, right. And they're like these little blocks, and if you break one of them, it's like five thousand dollars to fix. So yeah, we we basically were like, no, nah, we're gonna do everything we can. We really want this venue. Um, it's a risk we're willing to take. We can we can work around it. So, 
yeah, we basically, we've got gym flooring that's going to cover the entire area. Um, we, uh, I'd actually already set up uh, and made the events before we had the venue. Um, I, I like to do that for, uh, myself, actually, because um, then I can plan the whole season accordingly. So um, I knew what the, what the events were going to be for States well and truly back in January when we, when we first approached the city of Perth. Um, and it was, yeah, just a boatload of paperwork. Um, we just finished the last, uh, the last kind of, um, like bit of paperwork for city of Perth last night at like 10 30, um, got to the gym at, uh, at six this morning to, to start off the day. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of on, um, on a bit of a downturn now where we can actually relax for once. Nice. So it's good. Yeah. That's very exciting. And how many competitors have you got um, jumping in in uh, November 27? We have 22. 22? Yes, which, um, which is pretty good. Um, it's on par with what we had in 2019. Uh, so um, considering we're the only strongman association in the country that's had a full season um, to match pre-COVID, um, like state qualifying numbers is huge. Um but on top of that, it's also the the biggest um, the biggest uh, female heat that we've ever had to, uh, which excites me. Um, we we definitely want to kind of make the sport as accessible as possible. And um, I mean, when you when your partner is the first lady, a strongman, she she uh, basically uh, entices all other women to get into the sport. That's good. Is that Megan's title? Yeah. 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 Megan, Megan coined the term and. Um, so with the with the strongman first comp, lady of strongman yeah well go. she she's gonna have a shirt that says it too oh, amazing. Um, yeah because every every athlete for this comp will have their name uh their or their nickname of their choosing on the back of their shirts so what's megan's Safi strong yeah 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 she's going Safi strong yeah. yeah okay yeah so, so it's pretty good um so it's like like those are the things that we want to do we want to we want to make the sport uh more of a show and make it fun for everyone to do um it's uh like like I, i'm wearing the like your, your classic strongman shirt um, but we want to make like custom shirts every year. So every competition is different. Right. Um, adds a bit of personality to it, um, makes it more accessible and uh, more people are willing to watch it too. Um, I've actually been trying to organize um, like live streaming for this event, uh, which is a big expense in itself. So. Is it actually? I was wondering about that because <laughs> we talk about you know accessibility. Mm. It's great you're having it in the middle of the city where lots of people are going to see it, but mm. you know a lot of people are just happy just to chill at home. So yeah. like if they have that option to watch it on live stream, mm. that's something that you've been looking into. Yeah, well that was that was my biggest goal. Um, so when I uh, when I was planning like the year for uh, for uh, 2021 strongman season, uh, we obviously had to do a 2020s state championship um uh thing so we did that earlier in march um the events were already uh pre-selected uh because dan had already made them but because of covid we we couldn't it was all it. delayed yeah it was all delayed uh so we did that um and that was that was really good um but that was when i was really kind of planning events and, and venues and everything and uh we decided well we're gonna do um we're gonna do this comp at city of perth my biggest goal is i want to have it live streamed um because like who who else in the country is gonna like be doing comps like uh every state over east has been in like lockdown every now and then and and some um, like extensively yeah yeah so i and i think like we had the um the, the like the uh, national strongman competition got cancelled too um or postponed and like fit fest as well uh got postponed to april next year so um we we definitely wanted to make the most of this competition because like everyone in the country is going to be wanting to watch something and um we want to support the sport growing uh and make it grow as as much as possible so yeah um so is that still in the works or has that been still finalized? still in the works but um what's gonna more than likely happen is uh we'll probably uh film the day and then do a post-production and make like a almost live uh broadcast and chuck it on youtube and then um, and share that for everyone. And then at the very least, then people can see it. Um, yeah, perfect. So yeah, it should be good. I think um, people will definitely be making um, making some turns to kind of to, like uh, compare us to like world's strongest man or um, making us do things that's like pay-per-view or anything like that. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we just, uh, hopefully next year we can do it actually live. Um, so yeah, it should be, should be good to have us do that. Um, and then, 
we could actually have like graphics for everyone there. Yeah, that'd be um, great. Yeah, well, that's, that's just adding production value to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's all exactly. these little, small things that like it takes time and effort, but once you have it in place or you have like mm. the process for it, it just makes it look so much better in the yeah. end. Yeah, that's really yeah, cool. Exactly. I like so, the ideas. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. All, it's all about the little things. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I, I think one of the, one of the biggest uh, goals that we've actually also had on top of that was um, like uh, like Megan back in uh, 2020, she went, went for her uh, her log record attempt. Mm. Um, and um, I think uh, with her, she, she's planning on uh, working on like the standard submit log and then had to use a different log on the day. Or Vice versa, like she was yeah. working on a different log here and then mm. they used a standard submit on the day. Um, so mm. I had a smaller log which we had, you know, taped some EVA foam around to get it to the right diameter. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because at that point, I had bought so much stuff for Megan for Strongman already. There's like sandbags and axles yeah, yeah, yeah. and like all these sort of different things. I was like, you know, no more logs. She ended up buying the standard submit eight inch yeah. log. That's good. Um, but mind you, since since then, you know, and the static monsters comp, I've got a 12 inch coming too because a bunch of people and wagon wheels want to start training for that as yeah. well. So, um, yeah, so. In terms, yeah, she was a bit bummed out because she mm. wasn't training really on the right equipment, you mm. know. Um, but she's been on a on a fierce like return oh. since then. Oh, really? Yeah, no, she's been she's been killing it. Like, uh, like we we started Strongman Sundays um, earlier this year as well, and she's been kind of coming in uh, to train on some of the comp equipment as as often as she can. And yeah, yeah, she is like hell bent on uh, becoming one of the strongest women in the country. And uh, honestly, like I, I definitely. I definitely reckon she can she can do it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, she, a she is a weapon. Out. If we're just going on, like in she's two time WA state champ for the under eighty twos, and then yeah. in powerlifting at this Invitational, you know, it was the top ten odd ladies. Obviously, we couldn't get everyone from over east, mm. um, but she placed fifth or sixth on, and this is on um, formula. So you know, she's yeah. let's just say a top ten powerlifter for females across all the weight classes, you know, in Australia, yeah. which is great. Um, she's going to be going for opens. She's a strong man, she's a strong man. she'll yeah. tell you. She's she, a strong she man competitor, you, yeah. not, not a powerlifter. That's right. Um, she's been disappointed because we've now had um, three different nationals canceled or delayed. It was the 2020 mm. Arnold Classic Strongman, which was yeah, what yeah. she qualified from doing WA Strongman. Yeah. Then um, there was an ASA Strongman Nationals that got canceled. Yeah. And then the, the pushback from... Arnold Classic went to FitFest yeah. and then that got delayed until yeah. maybe later. Yeah. But, you know, who knows if these things actually go on, which, which yeah. was what I wanted to lead around in, which mm. was assuming a, a perfect world where things stop getting locked down mm. and shut down and everyone yeah. has to stay home. Um, what what are the pathways for strong men, you know, from a state competition? You know, what do they have to do? If someone just sees, listens to this podcast and goes, oh, yeah, I'll jump in, like, mm. um, and they're just this, gifted athlete and they're ready to go all the way to the world's strongest man. Like how do they do that? Like what's yeah. the pathway? So, um, so there's, there's actually quite a few ways. Um, I'll use, um, I'll actually use Rongo as a good example. Um, so he's, uh, he's up in Kalgoorlie. He's, um, probably, um, WA's biggest, uh, like, uh, pro strongman. If we, um, uh, talk about open weight lifters. Um, so he started in strongman years ago, just did, uh, just, Started off as a novice comp, did just tried to get into it, um, did really well, and decided to go to the qualifier comp. Did his qualifying competition for the state championships. Uh, state championships gets you over to um, like national championships. So you got to go, you got to go qualifier mm. and then go to states. Yeah, qualifier states. Do you have to win podium? What's the deal? Uh, you got to win. Got to win um, states. To go to Arnold's. To go to Arnold's. Um, and uh, then from Arnold's, you've got to then to get your your pro card. You've got to win that. Um, and then that's typically what gets you your invitation to World Strongest Man. Um, there are other ways as well. So um, I know Rongo, uh, he's going to be going for um, his log uh, national record, I think he said he was. So we'll be, we'll be doing a Record Breakers event second weekend in December to help him uh, do that. Uh, and a lot of other athletes that want to break records too. Um, so that'll be a good thing, and once he does that, and um, no doubt he'll break his record, um, that should then give him a world's strongest man um, invitation as well. Okay. Um, so there's there's different ways of doing it, um, and it depends. Or so the log press event will. Sorry, I should just re rephrase. The log press event will get uh, Rongo an invitation to the world log press championships. Right. That will then give him a giant's live invitation. Okay. So, perfect. Yeah. So there's. 
all the all the different avenues for that. Right, and because sometimes it can be a little confusing, like at the Arnold Classic and FitFest, where they normally have is two comps running side by side, correct? Mm -hmm. They have like a Giants live or professional competition, and then they have Australia's Strongest Man. Is that, is that um, how it works generally? Typically, I think from from my experience, that's what they have done in the past. Um, but I know uh, myself and Mason, who runs uh, Australia's Strongest Man, we've been um, we we've kind of uh, talked about different avenues and. We're, we are actually looking at restructuring the system for that because um, the, the goal of Strongman is to make it a as big of a show as possible, um, as accessible as possible and as community orientated as possible. So um, over East, um, Mason's been doing a great job with um, his, uh, his community and, uh, and compound cabal. Um, given, um, given all the restrictions that they've had, uh, he's done a really good job creating like an online competition where people can uh, send their their uh, their attempts for their comps, and he's offered some great prizes and everything for everyone. And um, it's really really good f to see what he's doing. And uh, I think he he's uh, he's released a uh, a social comp in uh, December or early January. Um, we we were hoping to go actually myself and Jane. Um, but we we had other prior commitments, um, mainly just us having like a weekend uh, or two week break off of just everything. Yep. Uh, which I think is well deserved. That's important. Yeah. Taking my first solid 10 day break in three years this oh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah no, Cause normally same. like I take Christmas and boxing day off yeah. and mm. then like work for three or four days and then yeah. take new year's Eve and new year's day off and then just keep working. Yeah, and this no, year this I'm taking, us. I'm taking 24th to the third off. Don't talk to me. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be here. Yeah. The yeah. life of a gym owner. It's hey? great. Oh. Yeah. The gym will still be open for people that want to train yeah. and I'll be in here training, but I will not be coaching anybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no. So, so yeah, we, we are looking at doing some restructuring. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll announce it all to everyone anyway. Um, but the, the goal is to, uh, effectively create an avenue for uh, a lot of the higher functioning athletes and strongmen that we have in the state to give them a more accessible avenue to go to nationals and uh, and to international events, um, but also give a really good and uh, and open um, environment for people that are new to the sport to get into. So uh, one, of, one of the big things that we are going to be looking at doing, um, we're going to be joining, um, I think it's Iron Revolution uh, in Victoria. Um, yeah, I think Aaron, who used to be the, uh, who used to be uh, Australia's uh, strongest um, man's manager, he uh, he runs a comp where they do a three attempts max lift for uh, for stone, log, and um, and deadlift. Okay. Um, so we're we're basically going to be doing the same thing, um, and basically like a strongman deadlift, or like yeah. just yep, so strong like axle deadlift. or yeah. eighteen inches. Um, yeah. We want to do eighteen inches, um, just because we've got these new eighteen inch Hummer tires that are being made. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, and they're they're looking really cool. So yeah. we we want to make the, the most out of it. And um, what's what's more strongman than lifting a stone, a log, and a big massive tire deadlift? That's right. So. Maybe maybe I don't know dragging a truck but yeah, yeah. you're right up yeah. there for sure yeah, exactly. i think for people listening they're hearing all this these things if they haven't seen a strongman comp you really should um you know come down on the 27th to um mm. forest place or, or or try to just look online because strongman really is about creating a spectacle almost it's sort of like yeah. lifting heavy stuff moving it. it's not just on the spot like quite often moving it sometimes you're on the spot you're often moving these heavy things awkward things yeah. um and it's stuff that you just are not going to see in, in a gym mm. you're not going to see it anywhere unless you go into a strongman comp yeah so yeah don't do yourself a disservice. Like get down, support, yeah. and have have a look. It's, it's pretty good. cool. It's uh, and uh, it definitely helps the athletes um, be stronger when you when you yell at them. So one hundred percent. Yeah, you need you need that that uh, that group environment to kind of encourage. So so yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely going to be fun to see everyone um, like showcase all their hard work. Um, I know a lot of the guys that I've been seeing training um, on like the Conan's wheel that we've got um, down at Legendary and like. All, the, all everyone doing their press medleys and stuff. It's, it's definitely some some hard ass training and, like for anyone that works hard in anything in life, like you you want to feel like that hard work's being recognised and there's nothing better than having a massive crowd cheering you on when you do it. So that's right, mm. absolutely. Um, talking about setting up a competition, so um, setting up the events, I guess, is the important part. Mm. So. Generally, on a full day strongman competition, you might see five events, four yeah. or five events, Didn't, usually in that five, range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's how do you how do you structure your events if you're picking a comp? Because you're running what uh, 
two or three qualifiers and states. Yeah. Are you doing novice ones as well? Yes. Yeah. Are they run in line with the qualifiers though? That's how Ty- it works? Typically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, so four like unique competitions though, like during the year? Yeah. 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 So there'll be uh, each unique to one another. Um, sometimes there'll be a theme um, just obviously because like uh, like yourself as a coach, you'll know that when you when you train and, and uh, program for clients, it's very difficult when things get chopped and changed all the way around. Um and at like the elite level for like world's strongest man, it's their it's their job to make it as much of a spectacle as possible where they just throw whatever the hell they can at those guys and they just have to do it. Yeah. Um at a local amateur league level, um, it's very difficult um when the the competitors are your average Joes that want to get into the sport because they love it. Um some guys that want to go um into a, a more professional route. Um but all in all, they're, they're paying to participate in the sport. Um, much like anyone that's got any social sport, when you when you pay to, to participate in a sport, you don't typically have the best recovery tools at hand um, to to make sure that you look after yourself post-comp. Um, like my biggest example is like guys that play social soccer. Uh, after they finish uh, a big comp, they'll then go and have a beer at, at the local pub. But yeah. when you look at like any pro uh, athlete or like, like Nick Natanui or something, you you go, okay, well this guy goes and gets a massage done after any any match that he does, or like like LeBron James, he spends upwards of like one point two million dollars on him on his body to recover himself a year. Yeah, Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks NFL yeah. as well, million dollars a year on, on recovery methods. Yeah. So 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 for for those pro guys, they they've got the they've got the the tools at hand to do that. Um, so for for us, uh, us mere mortals, um, we uh, we can't do that. So we have to make sure that we can try and make the comp safe. So creating a bit of a theme in some of the movements um, helps us create a good avenue for them to develop those movement patterns, so that they can progress through the line of the sport and uh, and follow the theme of the season. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, that's that's something that um, both myself and and my partner Jane have been really good at doing so far. Um, is creating a theme and sticking to that throughout the season and helping everyone kind of develop. Um, so, like for for instance, this year um, a lot of people have been giving me shit for us having a lot of elevated deadlifts this year. Um, but maybe there's like there's a reason. Like we had a we had a frame deadlift, um, max deadlift at uh, our champions novice comp, which is really good actually. Um, we had um, tired deadlifts um, and then. What else do we have? That was that's basically the two main type of deadlift uh, deadlift events. Um, and clearly, that prepped everyone for the elephant bar deadlift that we've got, or the the hammer tie deadlift that we've got. So it's um, it's definitely fun to kind of keep that theme, right? Um, but it makes it easier for everyone to potentially hit like a national state record at the states. So, um, which ideally for us, like we want to see, we want to showcase everyone um, hitting some big numbers. Yeah, yeah. I guess if I was going to put on my Strongman events coordinator cap. Um, What would I like to see in a strongman account? And I've talked about this with Dan Macri as well. Is that you want to see like a carry? Yeah. An overhead? Mm -hmm. Some sort of deadlift variation? Mm -hmm. um, Some sort of loading event? And then maybe a medley as well. Right? Get a nice, like, well rounded feel for strongman. Or you could, like, have multiple of those. Do you know what I mean? Um, You could have some sort of static, like a static hold or some sort of endurance events in there as well. But Mm. when you say carry, there's so many things you can do. You can do farmer carries, sandbag carries, duck walks, yoke carries, car Mm. carries. Well, there's just like almost endless, really. And then overheads. What is an overhead? A giant dumbbell, Mm. a block, a stone, a sandbag, a log, an axle. Like, what's a deadlift? Like, normal deadlift, car deadlift, axle deadlift, hummer tire deadlift, like, wagon wheel deadlift. There's all these things mm. so um it's kind of fun but i guess there is like you like you said you have themes that you can work to mm. um and then you can just sort of like pick and and choose the events yeah. that fit those themes no exactly and it it gives a structure and it makes it uh it makes it a bit more balanced when you when you look at creating an event um and it also it helps uh it helps make it more accessible um it's it is a fine line though because you you don't want to make it too predictable where People will then be able to guess. Ah, okay, we're we're doing we're doing farmers carries uh, in this comp. So there's, there's definitely going to be farmers carries in the next comp. Right, right. So so I like to keep people on their toes a little bit. Um, so um, I'm very much I, I, I hold the events quite closely to my chest. Yeah. Um, no one knows. Even Jane as well. She she doesn't know anything until she and 
till everyone else knows. Um, right, because Jane still competes. Yeah. Yes, and they can't play favorites. No pillow no, no, talking no. what the uh, events are going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, right? she, she hates it, but I, I'm very much like that. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where like you're, you got to be very, clo- uh, very specific and, and you got to very, uh, stay very impartial, uh, with everything that you do. Um, so we, we started this rule where 12 weeks out from comp is the, the, the latest that you'll know the date of, of an event. Um, eight weeks out from comp is where you'll know the events and the weights and everything. And that's, that's the standard. Yep. Um, I want to try and push it further where people can know about 12 weeks out from a comp where all the events and everything will be. Um, I, I've called this year the year of the transition because um, obviously Jane and I have transitioned into taking over the sport. So there's a lot of like new systems that we've had to put into place um, to make it uh, function in the way that we can make it work uh, as efficiently as uh, as we would like. Um, us like running a gym and a coaching business too we got to also have our type of balance in our lifestyle as well. Um, so, yeah, we're, fi- we're finally getting there. And um, next year will kind of be like the the, sh- the showcases to like what all those changes really, really will kind of culminate to. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely, I, I think after the state championships where everyone can see what the sports come to, uh, we'll, we'll see a lot of new faces next year, which definitely excites me for sure. That's awesome. Mm. That's great. Um, right, so I mean, that's basically everything that I think we wanted to touch on. Yeah. Is there anything else that I missed that you guys want to chat about while we're here? Mm. I mean, I've uh, got upcoming events, but really, it's the the big one is November twenty seventh at Forest yeah. Place in the city. WA yeah, State. That's the, that's the biggest event. comp. Um, we uh, we de- do technically for for this event. Um, it was meant to be a a, a, a fit fest qualifier. Um, we 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 kind of set up that structure. Um, with uh with uh mason and and the guys of reist and so fingers crossed that that still works um yep. that we don't get any more delays have they have they set a date for when they want that fit fest to be that should be in april in um, april yeah late and april. i mean because what happened Hopefully. originally was they were going to push 2020 to this year yeah and then they just like you know what we're just going to have it as 2021 yeah and then that's getting pushed to next year so is it just going to be 2022 in april or is it going to be the 2021 but delayed so uh from from what I've been told, it's 2021 but delayed. Okay. Um, so hopefully that's that's still going to be the case. Um, but we'll, like we'll see. It's uh, it's one of those things where uh, when you look at like like for instance, I still have an Arnold's invitation from 2019. Right. I'm nowhere near in peak condition to compete at Arnold's right now. Um, so it's probably not fair that I should go to Arnold's and like leave it to like Matt Bilsma, who's uh, like won the under 90s uh, earlier this year for the 2020. Right. Like he he's in definitely a better condition to go to Arnold's than I am. So it's, uh, you got to try and keep things fair as well. And right. That's where um, like the tough, the tough kind of questions comes in for like your, your state reps and the, and the national cabinet. You got to kind of all get together to, to organize things. Um, and just have an open open dialogue. So yeah, that's fair enough. That's very fair enough. Yeah, well, it's good. I mean, Megan and I we have several thousand dollars worth of flight tokens that we've kept having to cancel. So I'm ready yeah. to go to something. I don't know oh, where man. it's going to be. I'm ready yeah. to fly to some competition somewhere in the future. But yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully, hopefully April next year um, yeah. when FitFest happens. Like like both Jane and I'll definitely be going. Um, I'll I'll probably be refing uh, and uh, helping the guys kind of officiate the day and everything and. Um, actually physically get to meet everyone else. Um, yeah. Like we, we've been talking about um, actually trying to communicate with everyone. Um, I think the, the biggest thing that we probably uh, haven't mentioned that much today so far is, is that like record keeping and strongman. Um, so that's, that was like my biggest goal is to have like a records uh, that would be great system. because yeah. we're trying to figure out who holds the records for what and for where crazy, and what's right? like what's the record for this comp versus the actual record like yeah. this is big confusion even just a few weeks ago at Static mm. Monsters Megan's mm. like I'm going for the Australian um, log record at 91 kilos yeah. turns out well that's a state record it's actually a national record for Static Monsters yeah. but there was a 100 kilo log done at uh, Australia's strongest competition yeah. or a state you know, strongest competition earlier, right? So it's like, where are those numbers? You yeah. know, so yeah, get, get on that, please. All yeah. right, oh, I no, need no, you to no, yeah. get some sort of get some well, sort of I, program for I've, me. I've got I've got two uh, two main projects of mine, uh, three really, um, uh, where like one of my biggest things is to to make the sport a more accessible. Um, like, think of 
like anyone else, like my experience getting into strongman, I knew no rules. I didn't know how the sport worked. I didn't know like what the specifics are and like how you got to like train to be as athletically competitive as you can be. Um, and so my biggest thing was, well, there was no rule book. There was no like thing to say, this is what the standards are. Right. Um, so that's something that uh, I've slowly been kind of acc accumulating. And I think, I think you and Dan, uh, from my experience, did do something like that a few years ago. Um, I don't know where that document is. It's floating um, around on a drive somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. either we'll, we'll, we'll probably add that to to to, to ours anyway. Yeah, um, we we were we started working on this was years ago. This was back when we were still at uni. We started working on a um, it was like a strongman encyclopedia style yeah, yeah, book yeah. where basically how to structure a comp, you know, event variations, mm. basic mm. rules, basic. Yeah techniques or, or you know variations that you can run with yeah yeah uh, that is that is it is on a drive somewhere, somewhere yeah. yeah it's not complete but it had like yeah, well, had a good fifteen thousand words in it i think yeah, in memory fuck. so it was it was feels all right that's good yeah because we we want to do that uh as like a guidebook so that anyone that wants to get into the sport it's like well here's here's a like a like a short like we can have like a 30 page one where it's just your basic stuff and then like a proper encyclopedia where it's for the officials right um and then that way it's a case where Anyone that's got any questions, like that's it. Um, and, and I think like uh, like you, you've uh, Dan definitely knows this, um, and I've definitely discovered this uh, going into organizing events. Everyone has questions. Yes. Um, and like for me, my personality, I love to share. But when you like wake up to like fifty messages a day uh, where people are, all ask the same question, you're just like like there's got to be a better system to this. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, so yeah, rulebook is is like my biggest thing um, or guidebook. Um, record keeping system. Um, I want to. Um, I'm in the process of creating a nationwide one. Um, so we'll we'll basically create an avenue where people can um, basically request records, uh, and they've got to present proof. So uh, think of like any any record in any sport. Um, you need to have witnesses. You need to have uh, like a proper official event. Yeah. Proper official. Um, you need to have all of that noted down in some way. Um, and, uh, it like for, I guess in, uh, in the world of COVID, uh, having video evidence is also a good bonus too. Yep. Um, but the biggest thing video is, should be mandatory as well. We want to see that good yeah, lift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen if it's not an Instagram, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Especially in strongman. 100%. Yeah. So, um, so that's our biggest thing. We, we want to, we want to create a system where there are easy avenues for people to see what records are. So uh, fingers crossed, we can release the the guidebook, the record keeping system, and um, my third project is uh, the WA Strongman website. Uh, we want to release that hopefully uh, come Easter next year. Okay, um, which would be great because that's basically that'll be an avenue for us to a have a platform to to showcase like the local gyms in WA that do actually support the sport like like you guys do so much for strongman and like i mean like you guys have like an amazing wooden log that i would love to use in comp hand, one day handcrafted handcrafted yeah, wooden log it's, it's don't beautiful. tell western power <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we 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 want to kind of support those gyms support the the coaches that uh that coach strongmen um because there definitely isn't any avenues for those coaches to really have like a solid platform to showcase their skills um we want to kind of share the community a little bit and, and showcase how everyone knows everyone. I mean, WA, Perth, everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everyone. So, um, yeah, you uh, you got to make sure that you can share that and um, uh, make the make the community grow. It's it's basically what the what the sport's about. Nice one. That's great. And I thought before we finish up, Megan did want me to ask. Um, she said she she wants a big ugly trophy for winning stuff. Oh right? yeah yeah yeah. Like, Ooh, the, like, like the Conan uh, over there now. Yeah. Now, can we work on something like this? Oh, so like, what have you got planned? It's like, a, it's a like good this, question. like this, like pass, pass that one. This is Megan's one from last year, right? Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very, it's lovely. Look at this. This is beautiful, right? Mm. It's glass. It's got some engraved stuff on there. Yeah. But that doesn't scream strongman. It to doesn't me. scream. Pa pass the Conan. Pass the Conan. This was my trophy for winning Australia's Strongest Man. Oh, fuck made by heavy. made by this is it's, it's concrete it's, yeah it's beautiful That's fucking this was made by Bill Linden who actually went to a couple a, a world strongest man competitions so good. one of Australia's most this. decorated strongmen yeah. and when he would run the original strongman comps because I, I competed in the inaugural 105 kilo category back in 2011 
Um, before that, it was just heavyweights. Yeah, I and like um, it. and he used to have these molds, and he would bump bump out these like a gold, a silver, and a bronze. So um, Conan, the Conan trophy. So oh you know, oh just some God. some food for thought there, guys. Get yeah, some no, big old um, chunky trophies yeah, going. Well, I, I guess I guess this is where I should announce it. Then, yeah, um, we we are creating new trophies as well. Ooh. Yeah, so um, the first trophy won't be as as amazing as uh, as we want it to be, uh, but that's because we've got a bit of a theme to it. So imagine like the the wa strongman logo right uh, you got your your wa yeah. strongman bit at the bottom Switch to the side of your microphone there you can, can see it see. there yeah uh but then at the top we'll have your your champion yeah. um but it'll be champion and then whatever weight class you're in or like strongest in the state whatever right um basically it's going to be like a big like a gigantic sheet metal bit that's like half a meter by half a meter big oh nice yeah that's so what it's i'm talking big. about it's gonna yeah, be big. good um and it's just because like we like with strongman, um, like you want to showcase your strength, nothing better than like a massive trophy. Um, and so effectively, every year, we're going to add a layer to that trophy. And it's a perpetual trophy. Okay. So, so the way that it's going to work is you're, uh, you're effectively going to be permanently etched onto the trophy. And when, uh, like for instance, Megan, um, she'll probably go for like uh, a, a, another state win next year as well, uh, which I no doubt think that she'll get. Uh, it should be great. Yeah, because a three peat is a, it would be a WA first um, right. in I think any weight class. Uh, if I if I think correctly, I'll, I'll double check on it, but I'm pretty sure no one else has gotten three uh, consecutive wins. Right. So that's a big one. Um, but basically. Because you can see there are different layers to this, right, yes, different yeah, yeah. colors. So we're going to make it one big sheet, and then every year we'll add another layer to make it a 3D model of the strongman gorilla. All oh, right. Um, now, can we backdate this to 2011 so I can get my Aha, name in there yeah. somehow as well? Yeah. Or what? Huh? Oh man, I love that. No, we no, we want don't to do that. Just 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 start fresh. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we we have documentation for all the previous winners because, um, like anything, you got to create a record. Um, and um, I think like Iceland is, uh, and they're, they're, uh, how they kind of structure strongman, it's probably one of the best examples in the world where they've developed a really tight culture behind the sport where it's a part of like, like strongman is a part of life and it's a part of how you showcase your, your, um, your level of uh, persisting through adversity. Um, if, you don't, uh, if you don't challenge yourself in, uh, in life, you're not gonna get anywhere in life. Um, and strongman is like the example of that. You have to work your butt off for for that title. Um, and I'm sure, like you back when you when you won that, you felt pretty damn good. Felt good. Uh, I yeah. Felt very tired. It was a two yeah. day event that one. Fuck. Yeah, four yeah. events on day one, three on yeah. day two. No, three and four. Yeah. Oof, damn. Savage. Yeah. But like you, you felt really rewarded after the game. Yes. And yeah. you like you were talking about it now, and it's like ten years later. Like, yeah, and that's a that's a pretty big memory in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So so that's the type of stuff. Like there's this culture behind that, and um, we we want to build our culture. We want to build the 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 history of strongman in in Australia. Um, I think, um, what was it? It was uh, in 2019, late 2019. Naramu um, started a bit of a cultural thing where um, he got a rock at I think it's Point Parran. Um, down in Rockingham, uh, and it's like like it's a it's a big limestone rock. Uh, it's very big. Uh, it's I think like 120 odd kilos, uh, and he filmed himself picking it up and loading it onto like this little uh, this platform that's about a meter high, um, and he just he coined it the Point Parran Stone, and it's still there. Um, both Jane and I have been. No there. one's going to go and move it. Yeah, it's too heavy. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where it's it's just it's a it's a showcase of strength. If you could pick it up and put it on the platform, like like you're you're strong. Um, yeah. And there was a smaller one, I think that was like sixty kilos. Um, and so it's a case of like like there's there's a bit of a challenge there that anyone could just go and do. Um, it's a, it's a rock like rocks are everywhere. So um, it's something that yeah we we want to try and um, and showcase those types of little cultural things and um, uh, shows what what the community really is about. Cool, it's great. I think it's, um, yeah, heading in some pretty exciting directions. Yeah, looking yeah. forward no, to we're, seeing we're how it goes. definitely excited. Yeah. Awesome, great. Well, thanks again for coming onto the podcast. Um, we'll, we'll get Jane behind the camera on the next yeah. one, I think. Maybe we'll do a, um, 
like a recap on the WA Strongest Man comp once it's all over or something. Yeah. I'll no, get a third sure. mic so we can get everyone back here. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Right. You game? Yeah, nice. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for watching everyone. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, uh, join the channel. It helps us out a lot. We're trying to get up to a thousand subscribers is step one. We are gonna actually, Adrian, who you met earlier, and I are gonna be doing 1,100 kilo squats if Ooh. we get a thousand subscribers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember right? you guys said that. We did 100 kilo squats each, 100 by 100 kilo squats each when we hit 100. And we said we'll do 1,100 kilos when we uh, hit 1,000. And we're gonna turn it into a fundraiser. Yeah. and then donate the money to para powerlifting so it's helping yeah. back up like a good good like cause in, in the strength like sport that's, community that's a good thing so yeah. if you're not already guys hit that subscribe button but jane anthony thanks very much for coming on and um yeah. we'll uh, see you all again soon cheers, cheers. bye